Evolution. It's not a great name when in the context of the Christian religion. I mean, it's something that evolves, such as man evolving from primordial ooze, which is really a heresy in contrast to the creation listed in the Bible. Yet we can all agree that we do evolve in many other facets of life. We start from one person, but over time we become something new from the old, like from infants to adults, from naive to wise. We're essentially growing as we pass through this life, and our maturity grows as we garner life experience. We're taught throughout life, and from that education we evolve our ideas and our opinions about the world around us. This same type of evolution can happen in the sphere of Christianity. We might start off with one church, and as we grow spiritually, lean more toward another. Our theology may start off in one camp, that theology is the study or understanding of God. Yet, as we evolve in understanding, we may leave that camp for another. This has been my journey. But this evolution, this growing, this changing, has had such a great impact to the point where it's also created a huge casualty within me. And so I'm going to kind of talk about that a little bit today as to where I'm at and where I was. I'll start off by saying that from my early childhood onward, I've gone from the extremes of no belief to paganism to new age to even Satanism and uh, demonic studies, and because I've always had this inclination towards spiritual things, but I just never really understood. I never really had any formal direction or formal education in regards to any of that. In fact, I even went through the old LCA Lutheran confirmation and walked away completely having no clue as to who God is or who Jesus was or any of that other stuff. In time, through various associations with uh, different denominations and churches, I grew to learn what the Bible was saying in a historical content and grew to learn what some of the gist of the theology and understanding was trying to convey through that book. But I never really grasped any particular theological viewpoint that you hear about so much today. When I did start hearing about theological names and titles, the next thing I knew I was kind of thrust into this world of Arminianism and open theism and then essentially got to Calvinism and Reformed theology. It was at this point in my deeply rooted Reformed theology thinking that I started listening to a very famous teacher and preacher going through the entire book of Romans. And as he was expounding and teaching and all of these good, wonderful things out of it, there were flags, red flags, things that kept popping up, things that kept saying, well, wait a minute, I read this here, here, and here, and that kind of contradicts what you're saying here. And this continued to kind of snowball to a point where I started questioning everything. And that's when the spiraling out of control began. 
I'll just point out here now that you can argue all you want towards the whole tulip and Calvinism thing. And quite honestly, nothing has convinced me otherwise uh, from what I read in the scripture. So, but I'm not slamming that in and of itself. What this is really about is the fact that there is a level of free will that man has and accountability to God. And I have spoken about this in the past. I've leaned towards that. And so with that comes a responsibility on our part that we're accountable to God. And that's been blown off. And so there's so many extremes. It's either we can completely affect God by our decisions and God changes his mind constantly. Or the flip side is that Nothing you can say or do is outside the will of God, so therefore, you're kind of like a robot. You're a puppet on his strings. And those are two extremes that I don't see in the Bible and I think are completely heretical if you're going to look at the Bible in its full contents. I think in all honesty, what's really thrown a lot of people off is all these labels that everybody in theology seems to have to get all scholarly and put all this, you know, predestination or election or open theism or, you know, all of these different things. And when you start pigeonholing the Bible into these set categories, what happens is people stumble and people start to question and people get confused. And what ends up inevitably happening is people quit. And that whole, well, once saved, always saved, or, oh, they were never really saved. I'm sorry, but that argument is mush. And that is not what's taught in the Bible. And again, I'm not here to argue who's right, who's wrong, what's valid, what's not valid, because I'm not a theologian or a scholar or any of that stuff. In fact, what I am here to say and tell you is the simple fact that All of this has created a complete shutdown in my faith. As a matter of fact, it's gotten to the point so bad that I kind of thought to myself that, okay, I'm in this new category now that God gave me over. So my chance of eternal life and all that kind of stuff is flushed down the toilet. At this very moment, I don't have any set answers or directives or encouragements or anything solid to stand on. Everything is just kind of this gelatinous mess of uncertainty. That being said, I will tell you what I have discovered so far in this early stage of questioning everything. And that is, as I've really delved into church history, I do know that there was a massive change from the early apostles to the first century believers to all of a sudden into this Constantine and Augustinianism and all of his heresies of back and forth and all this kind of stuff, all the way through to jumping into Calvin and all the way through the Reformation, all these things. There's been a huge man-made, man-delivered, man influenced methodology of Christianity that has really skewed, I think, from the original text of the Bible. And for me, and for many others, 
that's a huge problem. That's something that is changing the definition of God's overall plan for humanity to a point that's causing stumbling blocks, causing problems, causing confusion, and that's where I'm sitting at. And between these extremes of the open, you know, free will and then the Calvinism and the strictness of Reformed theology, you know, I have seen that there are some people that are really in a middle ground as far as like provisionalism and a variety of other things like that. But then also, when I step back and look at the whole picture and look at the Christian Bible, I get back to kind of a basics of, okay, this is the God of the Bible. This is the one who put it all together. Everything started in Genesis. All of his laws were decreed through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Everything else is showing the history of the Israeli people or the Jewish people. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's this whole, you know, Jesus, the Messiah in the New Testament, but everything they're quoting in the New Testament is not New Testament. They're basically expounding on their scriptures, which is all the Old Testament, the the Torah, you know, the first five books of the Bible and the laws and all that kind of stuff. That's what they're expounding on. And I think today's modern Christian, very, you know, very whitewashed, Americanized, homogenized, all that kind of stuff has essentially turned Christianity or the Bible into a very westernized thinking, very modernistic thinking religion. And I'm sorry to say, but when we've turned this into a westernized, very English religion, then you're you're you've basically stripped away the Jewishness of the Bible. You've stripped away a lot of that. And and I'm not going down this whole Hebrew roots or messianic blah blah blah. I'm not going down that road either. But I'm just saying that our interpretations and theology have become so homogenized to westernized you know, English speaking, you know, to the point where it's just so watered down with man-made things that I think we've completely lost the core of the Bible in its historical and spiritual context. And that to me is what's created a lot of problems. Sitting there buying into man's doctrines, man's ideologies, man's views, and completely dismissing the book. And don't get me wrong, that's not to say that there is, you know, nothing good out of all of the things from your Thomas Watsons and your John Bunyans and all those. And, you know, even even Calvin himself, that's not to say that everything they have is rubbish. But what I think is, is that all these modern churches today have bit into one camp or another of theological ideology, and that's where they've stuck. And it's missing. It's missing a lot. And I think that whole thing is what's really thrown me for a loop to the point where I've questioned everything. 
All that being said, I'm just going to put it out this way. My faith has failed. The confusion and uncertainty of the future is really very much in front of me. And not that I'm quitting, not that I'm giving up or any of that stuff, but the problem is, is that I'm not certain about a lot of stuff. And so I'm going to share with you my journey of kind of starting from scratch. I somehow trying to figure out a way to trash all my preconceived ideologies and theologies that man has stuffed me with. And I'm going to look at the Bible from fresh eyes as best as I possibly can and try to evolve that way. So this is where I take all the primordial ooze and all of the stuff that's been heaped on me over the last many decades and I try to toss it all out and open the Bible and read it. And I want to share this journey because this is where I have to now preach to myself. I'm not listening to the other preachers anymore. I'm not listening to everybody else's views on this version of the Bible or that theology or this type of salvation process, blah, blah, blah. I'm pushing all of that aside. So for all the non-Calvinists and the Calvinists and the Messianics and the Hebraic roots and all these people out there, I'm sorry. I'm throwing it all into the fire. I'm starting from scratch. I'm pushing aside everybody's ideologies and views, and I'm going based on what I see from here on out. So I'm going to learn to preach to myself all over again. This is Rich Vangen of Things I Preach to Myself About podcast, and I thank you for your patience and time with me as we grow and learn, and I'll share as much as I can, as I, long as I can, and try to give you insights as to what I'm seeing, and give me feedback and what you're thinking. All right, have a wonderful day.